Hello, welcome back to the Frilza podcast with Amanda and Jessica. We are here together and we just went to a Awaken the Witch festival and then it's Halloween week and we just decided we needed to do a spooky story Halloween special episode for the week. Yes, and um, I thought this was a really interesting um, idea only because I have always been fascinated by the supernatural and the potential for ghosts. And I've always wanted an experience with a ghost or some sort of supernatural experience. And um, I've constantly been up against the frustration that I'm not, I can't say that I've had one, but everyone in the world around me, my family, my kids, they all seem to have experienced something and have some sort of awesome spooky story to tell. And I can just listen. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I've been my entire life super interested in paranormal stuff. And I used to watch a lot of shows on paranormal investigations And I really like um, watching shows um, where they use psychics to solve crimes. Yeah, all the medium stuff. You've always loved that. I've always loved that stuff. And yeah, so I don't, it's oddly enough, I don't like horror movies. I like the real life stuff, the real life situations that are, have the paranormal stuff going on and the paranormal investigative stuff. I love all that stuff. So, and I do love horror horror movies, but I don't like like slasher horror movies. I like horror movies where, like you said, the real stuff that could actually yeah, happen. Yeah, I like that type of horror movies, about, but I don't like the just the somebody going around killing somebody yeah. for no just to scare people. Right, or right. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I I really like that kind of stuff um, as well. Um, things that'll scare you, but it always, like you said, it always has something to do with some sort of paranormal or supernatural sort of entity or energy that is Uh, is interfering in our lives yeah so because we just did this awaken the witch thing and then and we had our own medium experience last night but it was uh we were pretty skeptical (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wasn't the best and tomorrow we're going to the pumpkin patch um so we're just doing all things halloween fall right now and and we're getting the fall weather and so yeah so I'll start because I have this interesting story that actually didn't really happen to me but I will say I've had like a few times where I felt something there Mm -hmm. so I'll give you those two like two scenarios real quick so when I had a friend Patrick who passed away and then my grandma passed away and both of those times right right before and after so before my friend Patrick passed away I felt like somebody was standing behind me and I kept looking over my shoulder and then shortly after that I found out he passed and then my grandma was the opposite where I woke up in the night and I felt like someone was standing in my doorway and I just felt like this something was there and then the next morning they called and said she passed so both of those times I felt like something was there in the room with me and then she passed. And there was another time as a child where that same grandma I was at her house and I was on, she had this front porch and I was out playing on this piano on the front porch and, and all my cousins had been there and then they gradually left. And I wasn't scared. I was actually really excited because I had so many first cousins and I finally had the piano to myself. Like I got to play it. So I was out there like, <laughs> yes, I finally don't have five people trying to pound on the piano with me. Like, 
And all of a sudden, I just felt like this not good feeling. It was just not safe. I don't, I don't remember how old I was, but I was pretty young. And I didn't like it. And it just didn't feel right. Wow. And I, I like had to leave out of that area and I went and found my mom and I was, I just, I didn't tell her that feeling because you don't know how to describe right, it. Right. You just know it doesn't feel good. And I had a couple of instances like that inside my grandparents' house. It was an older house. So my spooky story kind of relates to, that's why I'm bringing this up, her house and her, because it relates to her and after she passed away. So my grandma and my grandpa had 10 kids and my mom was one of them and they lived in this older white house and it, and it had an upstairs and a downstairs and I think there was two bedrooms upstairs and then one bedroom downstairs and so all the kids had to sleep in those three rooms but when my grandma passed away the house is on the, the end of this street this long street but when you go down the long street you have to come around a little bit of a corner before you see their house and their driveway is actually first and then their house. So if you're looking for the house, you usually drive past it and then you're like, oh wait, that's a house. And then you have to back up and then get in the driveway. And so anyway, my grandma passed away and my aunt contacted a realtor to come look at the house and nobody was there. So the realtor drove by the house and my aunt wasn't there yet. And she drove to the front and she saw somebody messing with the blinds it looked like an older lady messing with the blinds in the front of the window and so then she backed up and went in the driveway and she knocked on the door and she was like hello hello and she went the door she opened the door and yelled hello because nobody was coming to the door and then she went in the house and then my aunt showed up and she came out of the house and her face was white and she's like nobody's here are they and she was like no and she goes when i pulled up i saw a lady in the front of the house fixing the blinds. And the weird thing about that is my mom said every time that they were having company when my grandma, when they were growing up, if they knew, my grandma knew that there was gonna be company, she'd say, somebody needs to go fix the blinds in the front of the house, the house looks presentable. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't look like the blinds are crooked. <laughs> or and, and so that was my grandma fixing her blinds. Because she was getting company. Because she was getting company. <laughs> And wow. but my grandma had passed and there yeah. was nobody in the house. Yeah. But the realtor saw a woman fixing the blinds. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. That is. That's really crazy. So I have some stories of the last house that I had um, before this one, but I, it was no, it was no stories from my own personal experience, but um, it was the store. It was the house that I got divorced in. So I had it with my husband first and then I kept it in the divorce. So for the last um, probably four for four years after my divorce, it was my house with my children. And um, there was never, ever, ever any issues or the kids didn't really talk about anything weird in the house until after the divorce happened. And I think it was probably my older son who started to see think like people in the house before anybody else and um so we knew there was an old man spirit in the house because several people in our in our house saw that that old man and they actually could see yeah him. they could see an old man like they could tell you all the features of this person and so at first it scared my son really badly and he got really really scared and so then i had to sit down with him and say is it does it 
is it scary because it's weird and you know that it's there and I don't see it and so you think that that freaks you out that you can see something that I can't and that I'm telling you is not there because I never saw any of these entities in my house mm -hmm. um, and I never felt them or anything and he said and he didn't really he was like I don't know and I said is it actually a scary entity is there is there fear because it's a bad feeling mm -hmm. or is there just fear because you don't understand what's going on right and you don't understand why you can see it and I can't um, and he did assure me that it didn't have a bad feeling tied to it so then it was kind of like this thing in the house right and then my son and my younger son and his best friend saw it in the basement the same old man and it freaked them out to the point where that friend never came to our house for a very, very long time. Oh, my gosh. Um, and they thought it was scary, um, but oh. my older son did not. And then there was a set of – so my so my current husband now is very sensitive to these entities and these spirits. And so he said that he saw in that house a little boy and a little girl and that they are, like, naughty um, but just like teasing naughty, right? Yeah. And they and they're in the house. Well, my oldest daughter, she had a bedroom that was on the upper floor that was farther than everybody else's bedrooms. Everybody else's bedrooms were cluttered together in one area of the house, and her bedroom was all the way on the other end of the house, um, just a hallway. It was the same bedroom that you stayed in, Amanda, when you brought Grace mm -hmm. and you came and visited me when Grace was a baby. Mm -hmm. It's that same bedroom that Abby had, and. Um, and she said that these she would walk across that art that hallway from from her bedroom all the way to the bathroom and those little kids she could hear them laughing all the time all the time but they would flick her hair when she or they would flick like if she had a loose shirt on or a dress on they would flick her dress and and every time she would and so i would catch her yelling in the house and she was yelling at those two kids because and she was the first one who saw them then my my current husband now said he saw them in the middle of the night, um, basically told them to go away, like stop, they were being annoying. And um, and so those were two entities that were in that house that, you know, that everybody saw. Um, so yeah, that's a really, really interesting story. But I was always so frustrated because I was like, how come I can't experience this? I don't understand why I don't get to see and feel these entities um like everybody else gets to yeah yeah I would be like how come yeah what is going on here that's so fascinating that they can actually like visualize that because I have never visualized anything but I've just felt things like felt things that weren't right yeah like just didn't I just got like a creepy unsettling feeling okay. or okay. like a yeah just something or yeah, just felt like a presence uh -huh. or that kind of thing, but not ever visually seen anything. Wow. So I, some psychics say though that everybody's different based on like your, like we all they always say we all have the ability to do you know uh -huh. be a psychic or whatever. And some people, it's all some people write. So if you're like a like and you do you write like I do. you can you get mess some people get messages through writing. Have you ever watched that young Hollywood? psychic guy what's his name no i can't think of his name but he he doesn't write but he draw he write likes doodles okay because when he doodles i think he it allows him to like center but it is like through writing like things come to him that way okay and then other people hear things 
Right. And then other people see it in their mind, but then other people visually see it. So we're all different. Yeah. So, like, when we focus on, like, what some people are able to do versus what you're able to do. Yeah. Like, some people hear, like, they'll get messages or sounds, but then other people see things in their mind's eye. Another thing that's interesting, though, did I talk to, did we talk about this already? The, the people's, how people's brains work with the being able to see the apple? No. Did I talk to you about that? Uh-uh. Well, so I read this post the other day, and some people, when I, when you say visualize an apple, they actually see, like, an apple. Like, so when I say visualize an apple, what do you see? Um, a red apple. I see a red apple. What are the details? Um, there's a leaf and a stem and a red apple and a shiny. Okay. So some people can like see an what it, like an actual apple. Then other people see like how it would look in a book, like the picture of an apple. Okay. Maybe that is what I see. I see a picture of an apple. I don't see the actual apple. Yes. And then other people see an outline of the apple. Okay. And that, or no, it's black and white. They don't see the colors, but you said you saw colors. Yeah. And then the, there's four, five different stages. So there's the 3D apple thing. Then there's the book of the, of the Picture, apple, which okay. is more like a two, wait, two-dimensional. Two, two, yeah. 2D. Then there's the black and white. Then there's the outline of the apple. And then there's no apple. Did And, and so this person that posted on Facebook said, "Did you, I had no clue that when people said visualize an apple – that people actually see an apple in their head because he was a five. Okay. He okay. doesn't see things. He said, I actually like, like think of the word or the, like the, the word apple uh -huh. or maybe the experience of eating an apple, but he doesn't see it in his head. And so he was mind blown about the fact that we actually visualize an apple. Whereas I'm the opposite. I was mind blown to know that there's people that are unable to visualize. That are unable to do it. Well, I will tell you that there's been plenty of times when I'm sitting in a mediation, or me meditation, sorry. <laughs> um, and you are told visualize certain things, and there are certain things I can't visualize. Or I, if I can, I can visualize them for like a, a split second, and then I lose it, and then I can't, it's hard to get it back or to maintain it. Um, and so, Maybe an apple isn't an example, but there are things in the meditations where they're like, you know, the, the guided meditations where it says, visualize this and visualize that. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he was saying. And for me, that's crazy to think that you're not able to, or he was never able to do it. Yeah. But then he, all, somebody also said that they also didn't think in sentences. Their things were more, came to them more choppy, like, and I was like, that's interesting too. Well, mine is when things come to me, like when I have my aha moments, if it's not written down when I'm, when I'm actually writing, writing stuff um, in a journal, then it comes in, um, and it's a thought thing. It pops in my head out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And that and I it's either like a salute it's whatever I'm asking for at the time or I asked for it earlier in the in the day or the couple of days ago and it just pops in oh that's the answer mm -hmm. that's it so it's a it's a idea and it pops in my head as an idea and that's the answer to whatever it was that now, I was have either. you ever had that happen when you lost something you lost the keys uh, yeah. and all of a sudden out of nowhere it pops into you like yeah. the memory of when you had last had it well the spooky part this <laughs> when we're trying to get back to the spooky thing I can't tell you, and this has happened to my kids too before, 
I can't tell you how many times I have looked in a place that I know something is. I know it's there and it was lost or it was whatever, but I went to that place because I knew it was there. My intuition told me it was there and it's not visually there. Mm -hmm. It's not there. And I'm looking everywhere and I know it's got to be there. I can feel it there, right? But it's not there. Then I leave and then I come back to it either the next day, a couple of days, maybe even a couple of hours. And it's freaking right there. It's there. (laughs) And so my kids have a, they have a a saying about this. It's like that it literally, the item has left this dimension. They believe this, right? Uh That the item has left this dimension. It's still there, but in a different dimension. And so you can still feel it being there. And that's why you are, when you're looking for it, you're like, I know it's right here. Why is it right? Why is it not right here? But then, um, then it but comes why would back. why that particular item go to a different dimension? They always look at it as a lesson of some sort. <laughs> oh my gosh. You weren't being careful enough with that item, or you weren't, you know, respecting. You, or you weren't yeah. supposed to have that item at that time yeah. because you weren't ready for it. Yeah. Like maybe you didn't. They, uh, they always look at it as you, it was a lesson of being more careful with your things. Um, Interesting. And maybe that's because I told them that at one point or something. Maybe they, <laughs> I don't know, but, but that's how it is. It's like, so now we have this thing in our family where it's like, there's somebody's looking for something and they're like, I know it was right here. It is right here. I know it was. And I'm like, well, then you have to go away. And they, and we all say that we're just like, walk away. It'll, it'll reappear in that spot. And every single time, every single time it does now, now that we've made it a conscious thing that exists. And the only explanation we can come up with is that it literally is just it's sitting right there, but just in 5D or something, you know, a different, a completely different dimension than the one we're in right now. So, yeah, well, that's just a perfect example of like things are not seeing things because sometimes I feel like it's there. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've looked in the refrigerator for mm-hmm. something and it's literally like right in front of my face. I'm like, oh my God, it was right here. Yeah. But I swear I have looked everywhere, but then it's just right in front of you. Oh yeah. And you're like, that's just shows you like, you don't always see what's right in front of you. You don't always, yeah. You don't always see what's right in front of you, but maybe you're just seeing, maybe you go in and out from 3D to 5D. And you're sometimes you're looking at the inside of the fridge that would have been in 5D, but you're actually living in the, in the third dimension instead. Like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap my head around this it's whole hard. conversation. It's hard to understand the difference between 3D, 4D, 5D. Um, but 3D is where we are right now. The third dimension is where we are right now. 4D is like this weird place that I think that that there's more like um, like ghosts that get stuck. Um, dead people that aren't quite ascended to where they need to go next after they die. Um, it's And I've told it's not a place you want to be. It's not a place you want to even go and visit because you can get stuck there. And then 5D is the ascension. That's where you move up. That's where you level up to 5D and above. And um, But there's a lot of people out there that say that all these dimensions exist simultaneously and some people have the ability to pop in and out in and out of different dimensions. And I don't know, Holly probably would be horrified the way I'm describing this right now, but (laughs) because I'm doing a terrible, terrible job, especially if you all could see Amanda's face right now. (laughs) I don't know much about all the dimension stuff. I know very little about that, but I mean, it definitely explains like, some oh 
what is that what is that thing where they say like oh my husband was telling me about it the other day where they say that you can live on this earth right here and right now and swear up and down that a famous person that you were around when they were announced dead but then they're still alive right now oh it's a it's a theory on um like a brainwashing theory in society and I can't remember it right now I'm gonna look it up with my phone okay I, I can't remember where what it's called but there is a theory it's a concept and um, it exists here like people they what they do is they think they have a memory like if you had dreamed something where you think you have a memory of something existing or happening and then um, turns out like somebody a famous person was dead right? You, you swear up and down that you remember when that person died and you have a memory of when that happened and you think that they're dead, but then you actually, it, it's, they're really still alive. And so you can't figure out why you have a memory of them dying if they actually are alive. And it's a, it's this, and it's, it goes all the way down to like branding. Um, you know, there's a particular brand and there was, you swear up and down, there was a red apple on that brand name. And then you look at their brand name now and there's no red apple and there's no history of there being a red apple. Um, and so I can't remember what it's called. It's called something, but it's really creepy when you start to dig deep into it. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to figure that out, but, but yeah, but anyway, I think I've experienced that just cause like I've had dreams before where like I could have swore like later in the day, I'm like, didn't that just happen? And then I'm like, oh, wait, that that was my dream. That wasn't really. Yeah, it was something you dreamed. Dr dreamed. But then it makes you wonder, did it ever happen? Yeah. Yeah. So the concept there is that things happen in 3D, 4D, 5D, and you, you hop in and out of, of those dimensions. You're doing it, but you're doing it you know, subconsciously. And you're experiencing somebody's death in 4D but you come back to 3D and you swear up and down that they died, and but they didn't, but you have a memory and you're like, wait, how did that happen? And so that's, that's where that creepiness comes from. <laughs> we definitely need to research this topic more because I don't know enough about it. But one thing I will, let's end this episode. One thing I want to share is I watched this show on Netflix last year. It came out in October of 2022. It's called 28 Days Haunted. And if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. If you want like a super scary paranormal experience and basically it's three teams are sent to three of the most scariest places in the United States and they spend 28 days in this house or in this location one of them is a hotel one of them is like the store and they're in investigating basically this paranormal stuff that's been happening for many many years in these locations and there's a team of them but in one of the locations just there's just two and then another one, there's three guys, and then I can't remember, I think there's three at the other one. So each of the locations has two to three people that are there for 28 days straight. And there's just some very fascinating things that happen that are all caught on camera, that are it's very intense, and they are able to, they're giving no information on these locations and the stuff that they're able to figure out that happened on these grounds, are all like confirmed and how do they pick them if they don't know if they don't get information about them how do they well, pick which which locations they choose for the show well they know the, the producers of the show know oh but then they pick like psychic mediums and people that oh. like paranormal stuff and they send them to these spots 
And the reason why it's 28 days is because Ed and Lorraine Warren, you know, the famous paranormal people that have done all this previous... Is this with the doll? Those people with Annabelle? Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're they're like in every scary situation ever. But so they did tons of research. But anyway, there was something something that happened at the 28-day mark. Like the... And so in their research, after 28 days, there was like... It needed to be 28. They explained it in the show. Okay. And that's why they have these people stay there for 28 days. It's part of their, their Ed and Lorraine Warren's son or something like that. I think it's their son or maybe it's a nephew. He's continuing some of their work. Okay. So he's in this show and he's wanting to test this theory of 28 days and what happens at the, by the 28 days. But in the show, just to give you a few examples, there's rooms that have they are in it and then they leave and all of a sudden they come back and all the cabinets are open. Yeah. And there's um, stuff thrown downstairs. Are they able to catch any of this stuff on video happening in the moment of happening? Uh Like they're watching the cabinets get opened on the video. Oh my gosh. I'm watching this show. Yes. It's totally doing it. We can turn it on after we are recording this. It's so good. Me and Grace watched it together last year and we were like, we need more seasons of this. This is so good. So, oh, look, it's got two out of five stars on. Oh, no. Oh, wait, 3.5 out of 10? What? Never mind. Don't listen to that. Just watch it. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Well, it's interesting that you said the 28 days haunting and that there's some sort of, like, significance because what do they say about um, habits or addictions or something? It takes 28 days to create a new habit. Like, you have to do the same thing over and over again for 28 days. And then I know there's tons of significance of 28 days uh, being like a well, sign of renewal. Well, it's a female cycle, too. Yeah. yeah. And 28 then the, to 30 And days. then the feminine is, is completely, our full cycle comes in 28 days. But there's 28 days uh, in the Bible, too. It's mentioned a bunch, too, in the Bible as well. I can't, oh, gosh, my days of Catholicism are not coming back to me quickly. But um, I can't remember what, what the significance is. But that number, 28 days, it would make sense that it it it's important in the paranormal world as well so kind of cool yeah it's it's very um it's such a good show and the one of the i i got there's so much i want to say about it but the one of the houses this girl is able to pick up she's a medium and the amazing accuracy that she has is mind-blowing when you watch it you're just like because she doesn't know anything going into this place and they have they documentation and it, pictures and everything of what happened there, and uh-huh. she's able to figure all of it out. Wow! After being there, and it's super creepy. Yeah, I, mean, I totally agree with you that everybody has the capacity to be psychic. I think that we just have reception. You know, our receptiveness is all different. Yeah, I agree. Well, any more scary stuff? No, I wish I had more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sad about it. <laughs> Okay, well, we hope you enjoy your Halloween and all the whatever you're doing for Halloween. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.